Hey friend, welcome to the Intentional Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Ange Barnard. And on today's episode, we're talking about three things that I'm doing differently in 2024 that I also recommend for you to try out. And I have some news for you, some life-changing news on my end that I'm so excited to share with you. And that is that in 2024, I will be a mother. I am going to be a mom. Um, I am currently 14 weeks pregnant at the time that I'm recording this episode. I just let my family know during Christmas time when I hit the 14 week mark. And that was because I really wanted it to be a fun surprise. So I just kept that secret until Christmas day and a couple days before Christmas when we went to my family's Christmas parties. So I'll tell you how it all went down. But first off, I got to tell you, it was so challenging for me to keep this a secret. One, I was feeling really sick in the first trimester, really early on. I've been actually pretty blessed with my sickness as far as it hasn't been bad at all. I didn't even throw up. I had some nausea and feeling really tired and stuff like that. Uh, But I kind of had to keep that to myself and because I wanted it to be a surprise. So for a time period, I really felt like I didn't have anyone to talk to about it. And just a lot of changes were happening. And I was kind of like, just in my own head. And I was feeling down, you know, I talked about having low energy. Well, I also was having low energy because I was going through my first trimester of my pregnancy. And there was a period of time that I didn't know. And you may have heard me actually on the podcast a couple of different times where I said I was struggling with following my morning routine. I was struggling getting up early. I just felt like I really lacked energy. I was taking naps during the day and I didn't know why because I was like, this is not like me at all. I've never been a napper. And it was because I was working on making a human in my belly and it takes a lot of energy. So Anyways, uh, some of the questions that I've gotten recently is, were you planning this? And I just want to answer that question. So I had an IUD for beyond the time limit you were supposed to have one in. And it started in a sense wearing out. And I was showing symptoms of that. So I was like, I just want to get this out. And I want to go back to being more natural with my body and not having any kind of birth control at all. So I went to get that done. So it was taken out and it wasn't taken out in a sense for me to like, yes, let's start getting ready to have a baby. It was more of like, let's just get my body back to a normal state. And it happened sooner than I thought it would. I thought it would be like a couple years or so until I got pregnant, but it wasn't. It was like a month. (laughs) So here I am. And um, yeah, we're really excited now. Initially, It wasn't, we didn't respond and this is me keeping it real. And I really want to be sensitive to those that have struggled to get pregnant. And um, this is just my story. So my story was, is that when we found out, we weren't initially like jumping up and down, super excited. We were just like, what? Because we did not expect it. And we were also like, okay, so how is our life going to be now? And just thinking about just the way that we like to live our life. We travel a lot, as you know, if you've listened to the show. And it's very different when you have a kid and what that looks like. So we were just thinking through that and we needed some time to really taken the news. Um, But now we're very excited. And the thing is, it's not I wanted to be a mom. That's like a big part of why we moved from South Carolina 
back to Indiana to be closer to our family. My family's in Michigan. My husband's family is in Indiana. Uh, So that was an intentional move with the intention that I would be a mom in the near future. I just didn't think it was going to be this near of a future. But here it is because that's the plans that God has had for us. Okay, so let me tell you how it all went down. So we went to see my family for Christmas uh, on the 23rd. And we had our family Christmas party. You know, it was the 22nd. Our family Christmas party then, and my sister was hosting it, and she is an amazing host. She is the kind of host, and you might know these people, or you might be one of these people, where they go all out if they're hosting an event. I mean, it's going to be well-decorated, all the things. So my sister had presents or prizes that people would win after we played all the games that she had planned. And the games were, there was over 13 games. And the games were things like who could hold the plank the longest. And my husband, he's so gritty. He does not give up. And I swear to you all, he held that plank for well over 10 minutes. We didn't have the clock running, but it was excessive. And there was another uh, girl, young girl, who's my friend's one of my best friend's daughter, who is also a gymnast, and she was holding it too. So she held it with him, and they're just like to the very end. And we got to the point where we're like, okay, we're done. You guys both win. Stop. And they ended up, my husband still wouldn't give up at that point, and neither did she. She held it, and we're just like, for real though, stop. And then finally, we made them stop. But he was like covered in sweat. And he wore this Christmas sweater that had some wolves on it. And it was like drenched in sweat. And there's sweat all over the ground. So he had to go upstairs and take a shower. But anyways, that's how great he is. But we played all these games. It was really fun. And I think, like I said, there was like well over 13 games. So by the time we finished our games, and by the way, the prizes, I'll tell you what those were. Because this is how my sister is. She went all out. There was prizes like blenders like these little mini travel blenders which I really wanted one so I won one of those well actually Ian won it and then I you know picked out the prize and then there was things like money um spa stuff really soft cozy blankets um really awesome water bottles like high quality water bottles with the straws that people loved and sweaters and just like really fun stuff So people were in it, like into these games. And I knew that we were going to be playing these games. So I decided to plan my own game to reveal that I was pregnant. And the game that I planned was I had all these lemons because if you are familiar with this, if you know, you know that when you are having a baby, a lot of the apps that you track to see how the baby's growing will talk about the size of the baby and compare it to a fruit, a piece of fruit. So at 14 weeks, the baby is the size of a large lemon. That's what it's comparing it to. So I had all of these words on lemons and together, the intention was that you pieced the lemons together to create a sentence that gave you a clue of the thing. So the sentence was, I am the size of a lemon, but growing and can't wait to meet you. So I wanted to make sure there was enough letters for everybody to play. And we had a pretty big group, like over 15 people were playing these games. 
So by the time it got to this game, I had wrapped all the lemons in a box and I had my youngest nephew open up the box and people were gamed out at this point. They're ready to open Christmas presents because we had played all these games before. But I was like, okay, one more game. So they pulled out all the lemons and they're trying to piece it together and they're so confused. And I was like giving them clues and I was like, hey, the and is a connecting word in between two different phrases. It ends with you just giving them clues. And um, my best friend from childhood was there and she was farther in the back, kind of away from where they were playing, but watching it all go down. And she was like jumping up and down. I could see the light bulbs going off and she like wanted to say what it was, but didn't because she kind of wanted my sisters to figure it out. But then she's also impulsive too. So anyway, she's jumping up and down and she's like, um, I heard her say something about she's pregnant, like their game and just stuff like that. And then my sisters didn't hear it and it didn't click because they were so immersed in the game trying to figure it out. So my older sister, Amanda, was holding the lemon and she like was looking down at it and she's like, wait, wait. And she looked over at me and she's like, you're pregnant. And then she was so excited and started jumping up and down and screaming and crying. And then all my other sisters were doing the same thing. And my mom jumped up and my friend came over and we all just gave each other hugs. And then, you know, one by one, everybody came to us and gave us hugs. So that's how the news was revealed to my family. Then we went over to my dad's and the next day and we just had a, a little intimate like Christmas dinner with his side of the family and um I didn't really do it in a surprise way there because I was already hyped because most of the people that were at the party the day before had already known so what I did was after we were eating and stuff like that I just was like hey dad and I just shouted it out and said um I'm going to or we're having a baby this year. And he's like, what? Like he like caught him off guard. And he's like, no. And I was like, yes. So I walked over to him and I showed him my baby belly, which is starting to pop out. And I was like, this is not because I ate too much of the Christmas dinner. This is legit. And he was like, oh, my goodness. And then he was like, this is the best news. And he was so happy that it was more low key Then. I had all these people promise they would not say anything because I had not told Ian's family yet. So then we went to his family Christmas, which was Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So we drove back from Michigan, which is where my family is from, to Indiana. And uh, we did the whole Christmas Eve thing and had you know dinner together, all that. And then we woke up in the morning and... We all came down and my nephew wanted to open his presents immediately. So they're letting him open some of the presents. But usually what we do is we do Christmas breakfast first where we have a casserole and we have mimosas. Like that's usually what we do on Christmas Day. And then we open presents. And uh, so we let my nephew open some of the presents. And then we're like, let's play some games. And I went for I was so proud of myself because it was really surprisingly very warm this Christmas in Indiana. So I was like, I'm going outside and I just want to get some fresh air and like walk and pray and, you know, just like have some time for myself. And I did while they're opening up some of the presents. My my uh, mother-in-law was making breakfast. So I come in and we're like, let's play some games together. So they were playing like, you know, the one that you blow up the antlers, the reindeer antlers, and you put it on someone's head and you do the ring toss and you try to get the ring on the antlers. Well, my nephew was doing that 
with my husband throwing the rings. And uh, I come in and there's rings on every cat's head. And we had multiple cats in the house. We brought our cats and my in-laws just got this cute little cat. It's so freaking cute. And I named it Cookie Monster because it was eating a bunch of the Christmas cookies. <laughs> but it's the cutest little thing. Anyways, that was there. And then we have like this this hillbilly one that's what I call it like that which goes outside a lot and like you know traps all the mice and stuff and like comes back in the house and he's kind of in and out and he's kind of he's kind of ugly looking but anyways I still love him (laughs) his name is Leonard we call him Leonard Skinner um he was there and he had a ring on his head too so all the cats had these rings on their head including my cats and I'm like what the heck because the guys had thrown the rings on the cats and there was a ring in the toilet and anyways they were playing all these games and then I was like, let's play another game. And what I did was I had us guess animal sounds off of my cell phone. So I would just play different sounds and they had to guess what it was. So we did an eagle, uh, a goose, um, a lion. And then the last sound that I played was our baby's heartbeat. And my mother-in-law was like, it's a small animal's heartbeat. And then my father-in-law was like, and it has... PDA, which means that it's like heart chambers aren't closed. Like it's not, I don't know. Anyways, um, it's because he's a veterinarian. And that's true for the state that the baby is in at that time. It isn't closed all the way. That's why if you deliver a baby too early, then it can have, you know, different heart issues. So anyways, um, he yells that out. And then I was like, well, what kind of animal's heartbeat? And then finally, my brother-in-law said uh your baby like he got it and then I had him open up one of his presents and it was a, a hat that said Funkle on it like fun uncle and then I made an, an ornament for my mother-in-law my father-in-law that said Merry Christmas paw and shoo shoo which is what my mother-in-law goes by which um is a term in uh Swahili because she's big into like African ministry work and I think that means grandma in Swahili. I could be wrong. It means something like that. And uh, anyways, that was on the ornament. So they opened that and we were all excited and we cheers with our mimosas. And that's how we told the news. And then I just released it publicly. So we're really excited. Um, There's a lot that I'm thinking about as far as how I want to really live this next chapter of my life, how I want to design it, as I would say the kind of mom I want to be. And I still want to be the person that travels a lot with my husband. This baby is already going to be very well traveled before it comes out. We have so many fun trips coming up. And uh, yeah, like we're going to be the people that travel with our kid, even though people keep saying that to us. They keep saying, oh, you better get it all out now. They used to say that before you have kids. And I'm like, "Eh, we don't do things normally. So watch us live a life where our kid is also very well traveled and um, knows a lot about different cultures and we'll figure out a way to make it work. So I'm looking forward to that. And then just like this crazy bathroom remodel that we've been doing, it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited for it to be done so that we can enjoy it, but also so that we can fixate then on the other room and get the closet ready so I can organize things. I'm excited for that. Uh, but yeah, I'm just so excited for this next year. So I wanted to tell you that news. I'll be talking more about it. We plan on doing a home birth. I have a doula. I have two midwives. And I'm just really, that was a lot of research that I did to figure that whole 
thing out. Um, but I'm looking forward to this. All. All right, y'all. Let me tell you the three things that I'm doing differently now that I've shared the news with you. Okay, so the three things I'm doing differently. This is inspired by Jesse Itzler. I love Jesse Itzler. If you're not familiar with who Jesse Itzler is, he is married to Sarah Blakely, the one who created Spanx, the billionaire that created Spanx, amazing entrepreneur. And then um, he also is an amazing entrepreneur himself. And he has had multiple companies that he's created, a jet company, coconut water company. What are some of the other companies he's created? He's done a lot. And he's just a really cool dude. I love the way that he thinks about life. Um, look him up if you're not familiar with who he is. Anyways, he you may have seen an ad for this. This is the time that he promotes his big ASS calendar. And I love it. It's a huge, huge calendar that is for the entire year. And he plans on there some really fun things on this calendar. So this is not the calendar that you would use to plan like your doctor's appointments or your everyday appointments. You can save that for your Google Calendar or whatever other calendar that you use. This calendar is for really the things in life that are very meaningful to you, that bring you a lot of joy in your life, that time with the people that you love, adventures, challenges, that kind of stuff. So I was really excited about this calendar, mostly because of the way he thinks about life and his teachings. So I'm including in my next year, and so is my husband, the teachings of Jesse Itzler into the way that we plan our year. This doesn't mean that I'm not doing my typical clarify your vision stuff or my vision board. I think that this supplements that. It's like after I've done that, it's gonna be really cool to use this as a tool to supplement that. So with that said, if you haven't signed up for Clarify Your Vision, which is happening, the online retreat, it's happening January 20th and 21st, definitely do so. The special ends at the end of December. You can still sign up after that, but the rate, the special rate is going to end December 31st. I'll put the details in this, the notes of this episode. I know some of y'all have signed up and I want you to know if you didn't get an email from me, no worries because I haven't sent out emails with the Zoom link and the new workbook that's getting updated. I'm going to do it as it gets closer to the date. That doesn't mean that you're forgotten about anything like that. I just want to clarify that. Uh, But yeah, sign up if you haven't already. It'll be fun to do together. Okay, when it comes to Jesse's knowledge, there's three things that he does every year, which I think are so cool. And it is... I want to make sure I go over these in the right way because there's some things I want to really emphasize. So he talks about, well, let me back up. He talks about how when you are really, if you think about winning at life, like living a really good life, this is about you living a life that you're really proud of. You know, one of my favorite questions is what would make you proud of how you showed up? This is you living a life that you're really proud of. You having a year that you're really proud of. So you're really thinking about what would the things be that you would do if you at the end of the year were like, I'm so proud of how I showed up that year. And this is not about having more goals. It's about having better goals for yourself. Not more, better. Sometimes, he says, your goals can be dictated by the circumstance. For example, he gave the example that his dad has Alzheimer's. And, you know, maybe he's giving more focus to helping his dad. And that 
isn't a goal that he would put, let's say, on his vision board or the list of his goals each year, but the circumstance happened and now he's got to shift and focus on that and that becomes a goal for him and becomes a focus. And that happens a lot in our lives. Like things happen and we're like, oh, now my energy and focus needs to go here. But if you have a bunch of things that you are proud of, that you're working on, that you can be proud of yourself for, then when this stuff happens, and I'm not saying a bunch, I'm talking about the things that matter most. So I guess a bunch isn't the best word to use. And I'll explain how you can have multiple things you're focusing on. So this is in the case that something else happens and your focus needs to be shifted. There's still so much at the end of the year that you can be proud of. And he talks about how time is something that I mean, it's constantly passing us by. We know that. And we really do need to operate from a sense of urgency because we don't have that much time here in this current form, right? So there's three things that he does that make it onto this huge calendar. And I bought his huge calendar and I got one for my husband too so we can plan out our year together. I'm so excited. We're going to put it on our brand new wall that separates our bathroom that we just remodeled and plan it together. And on this calendar, he has like these sticky notes that come with it. So this isn't like a crazy cluttered, overwhelming calendar. It's, it's going to have five different colors of sticky notes. And on each sticky note represents something that you're working towards that you can be proud of yourself for. So one of the things that he puts on the calendar every year is what's called a masogi. And the masogi is a Japanese ritual. That's what I'm calling it. And it's where you pick one challenge or one defining thing that you do each year. So this is something that you're going to do that can maybe really change your life or change how you perceive yourself. So an example of a masogi could be like a race, like he's done for him, he biked across the US. So that was one thing. It could be like my husband's hiking the Appalachian Trail. Um, it could be like writing a book, starting a podcast, whatever is the thing that's a big challenge for you that can be defining in your life. You pick one each year. It doesn't have to take up the entire year, but it's one thing. Like we just dig the Ragbri race, you know, this past year where we biked across Iowa. That could have been a Masogi. So you think about what that is. And then the next thing he suggests is that you do six mini adventures, meaning every other month for a weekend or maybe even just a day of that weekend, you do something different that you haven't done. So it could be like you go on a hiking trip and you stay out there for the weekend. Maybe you've never done that. Or you go visit this place that you've never been. But then at the end of the year, you have six mini adventures. And it makes your, like, you have six things that you can talk about that really enhance your life with great memories, maybe with the people that you love. It could be like planning trips with your friends or an event that you go to. Then you put six of those on the calendar. So his idea is that Let's say you have 50 more years to live and the average age of the purse of someone is, is it 76? It's something like that. So if you think about how much, how many more summers you have left, if you think about your age and the average age of a person, you could think about times six 
of the time that you have yet left, the years that you potentially could have left, you could have quite a bit of adventures. If you had 50 years left, you could have 300 mini adventures. That's a pretty rich life. It's a pretty awesome life. If you just did that, not to say that you won't do other bigger adventures and things throughout the year, but if you just plan that and everybody can do that, like really think about this. This doesn't have to take a bunch of money. This could be like, I know, you know, on the weekend you go somewhere like in the next town that you never been and you explore that and you have one night there or you just, you know, he talked about doing a, a hike and it was like $18 that they spent just for like parking and stuff like that. It was like super cheap. So it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. It's just a matter of you being intentional about planning to do it. So I really love that. So I'm including that. I feel like we started already looking at our year and planning it out. And we definitely have more than six mini adventures. We have quite a bit. But I was like, that's a really cool thing to aim for. Even just thinking about my weekends differently. Instead of sitting around watching Netflix, then, you know, I can add more fun and adventure to those weekends. But it's like, you got to be intentional about it. It doesn't just happen. So I love this intentionality that you can use this calendar for that. And then the other thing too, is if you don't want Jesse's calendar on Etsy, there's so many different annual calendars that you can get. There's reusable ones. I didn't get a reusable one, even though I think they're really pretty because I didn't want to spend the time writing in the dates of all, on all of them. I just, I've done that. I had a huge one before and I had to do that. And I remember I did not like to write all the dates in there. Um, I used to do John Acuff's huge calendar and that used to be on my stairs, like as I walked up when I lived in the tiny house. And I did love that calendar, but I crowded it. I put tons of stuff in there that it almost looked overwhelming. I love the concept of Jesse's method where it's not overwhelming and this calendar is just for those meaningful things, like the things you do with your family, the challenges, that kind of stuff. And I still have my regular calendar and I still have my vision board. And like, in fact, the things on my vision board make it into, a lot of them will make it into this big calendar. So I love that. I'm so excited. And it's such a fun thing to be able to do with my husband, who's very excited because he also loves the way that Jesse perceives life and he can relate to him a lot. So that is awesome. And then another thing that he does is every quarter, he does a winning habit. Like he create, he has a new habit that he develops every quarter. So that means like the first quarter you're working on one specific habit. It could be like drinking more than 10 cups of water a day. And you're just really going to zoom in and focus on that. Maybe it's uh, getting up at whatever time for that quarter. And then eventually what will happen is if you really focus on it in that quarter, it will become a habit. And then that next quarter, you can focus on a new habit that helps you in your life. So I love that. Okay, so those are the three things that I'm doing differently this next year. I'm so excited to to develop my vision and have my mom stuff on there and just... I'm so excited for that. So I hope you do the Clarify Your Vision with us so we can really dream together and get clear on that vision. Uh, but these, these, again, are the three things. So let's go over them really fast. Number one is create, pick a masogi. This is the one big thing that you're doing that is defining in your life. Could be a challenge that you're proud of yourself for. Um, you're starting something new that year whatever it is. And then the six mini adventures, one every other month on a weekend. Maybe it's a little bit longer than a weekend. That can happen too. Mine will be. And then you also have a new habit that you're creating every quarter that you're focusing on. Just one each quarter. 
simplify to amplify. That's one of my new mantras for this year. Simplify to amplify. All right. I hope you really enjoyed this episode and that you join us for Clarify Your Vision. Again, you can sign up in the details section. Have an awesome year. And thank you all so much for writing reviews. It really means a lot. I'm going to check in with those soon. Have an amazing rest of your year. Bye.